This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Good morning. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning Mysteries, where we're your hosts. I'm Alexis. I'm Grace. And we're continuing to celebrate the joyous, wonderful month of December Mm -hmm. with our cold crime specials, where we talk about any episodes of any classic animated (laughs) show that has to do with winter, Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, anything really, no rules as long as it's animated and talks about something that happens in the winter so (laughs) i went last week grace is up today uh for our last episode not only of this arc our cold crimes arc but also our last episode of the year yes because what is this like the 30th now that this episode's coming out so probably there's one day left of the year and just as we did last year uh (laughs) we're not going to have any new episodes for a few weeks aka one month the month of january it's our little break time you know we got a lot of stuff going on during the holidays so a lot of traveling a lot of gift buying and the weekends are just (laughs) super crazy so we're not going to have time to record yep thus We always like to take a nice little break break in January and then we'll come back fresh with a new arc of crime cartoon sods in February. So to that end, Grace, you want to kick us off on our last episode of the year and of our of season two, I suppose, of Saturday year (laughs) two of Saturday Morning Mysteries. (laughs) Yes, I absolutely do. Yay. And so like you said, this is the holiday season. We get to tie during the month of December any of our episodes to anything like you just said that happens in the winter time, any holidays in the winter, et cetera, et cetera. And we just finished Christmas this last week. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone had a lovely holiday. But yes. there is another holiday or set of holidays that happens this time of year that, dare I say, maybe the most important holidays. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel like I know where you're going. And I missed something last week. I should have said, but go ahead. (laughs) You know exactly where I'm going. I do. Screw New Year's or Jesus's birthday. It's Capricorn season, a.k.a. our birthday season. (laughs) Yes. That's right. Uh, Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Forgot to say it last week. birthday to you. you. Yes. That's right. Um, Our birthdays are in winter. They're about, what, a week and a half apart, two weeks apart? Something like that. Give or take 10 days. 12 days. 12 days. Yeah. Yeah. So our birthdays are back to back. This episode is, you know, right in between both our birthdays. Mm -hmm. And so this year I've decided to do a birthday episode. (laughs) (laughs) fucking wild card i love it i love it see i didn't check the episode tracker i had no clue what we're getting into today and here you go (laughs) throwing this this okay all right cool cool cool. i love it here's that's perfect thing is that on our episode tracker which again for context everyone is where we like write down the name and like number of the episode we're going to do so we don't accidentally pick the same ones because you know Mm -hmm. oftentimes we do the same shows during Mm -hmm. our regular arcs but for this one i wrote i literally cannot tell you and then i wrote oh that's right it'll ruin the surprise yeah i remember seeing it yeah. Yes. Okay. So I would have and never known anyway. You would have never known because the episode title has the word birthday in it. So I was like, absolutely gotcha. not. I cannot give it away. But okay. also I'm doing a show we haven't done yet before. Hmm. And this is one of my birthday presents to you this year is because oh. I know it's one of your favorite shows of all time. One of oh. your favorite comic books of all time. Oh, because I'm doing a birthday episode from the 1987 version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. This is such a good birthday gift. Thank you, Grace. I love this. It's fantastic. That's right. Oh man. Okay. Hold on. I got to like. <sighs> I'm just 
I'm coming off of the sadness of talking about Arnold's Christmas. And now <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, get excited. Side. Yeah, it lasts straight up. But you know yeah. what? I'm here for it. I love it. This is great. This is perfect. Do, okay, do go on as because... I excitedly sip my coffee. <laughs> well, you're going to have to pause sipping your coffee for a, a minute or two. You're going to say um, something because... that's... Oh, no, no, no. Because basically, these are some pretty huge shoes to fill since you are a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. And I feel like I might offend or commit blasphemy as I try and talk about this show, including if I try to describe like the general premise and how we got crime fighting humanoid mutant turtles and also a crime fighting rat. So would you, Alexis, do the honor and generally explain what the heck Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is? Oh gosh, putting me on the spot. In like 50 uh, words or less, because I know you could go get every single comic less. book and be like, I've got like two. Many. Hold on. Don't overhype me now. I do love this. <laughs> I've always always big on the shows. Um, okay, so yeah, it's funny. Actually, I did just kind of watch the new movie that just came out to Mutant Mayhem, which is pretty good. I knew it. It's pretty good. But no, I mean it's yeah, you, you pretty much just like said it. Like without tying it together, you said yeah, you said like all the things without tying them into like one sentence. But yeah, I mean, essentially, for mutated turtles that live in the sewers of New York, they um, they they have fight crime. I guess they don't. Yeah, they don't really have superpowers. I should say, but since they are mutated, they're like they're they're not like your average turtle okay they're <laughs> they're not slow guys they're, they're not slow they walk on two legs they run they're yeah. super jacked for the most part and they are they were raised and trained by a also mutated sewer rat master splinter who is like a master of the martial arts he yep. guided them and taught them martial arts and just how to be, you know, morally sound, ethical, good superheroes. Um, but other than that, like they're straight up like teenage boys. Like they love video games. Yeah. They love um, pizza. pizza. They <laughs> love playing jokes on each other, skateboarding, rollerblading. There's four turtles: Michelangelo, Leonardo, um, Raphael, and. Good Donatello. God, why is Donatello? Thank you. I was like, why is my mind drawing a blank? Because you haven't uh, named yeah. one of your cars Donatello yet. I I haven't actually. Uh my my guitars are Michelangelo. My car is yep. Leonardo. Yeah, yep. it's it's a whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, you've got these four turtles. They each have their own weapon. Um, and they go around saving the city, usually with the help of a journalist named April oh, yeah. O'Neill who also like a couple of them are like low-key in love with but she's oh, yeah. like you're a turtle what the fuck <laughs> you're a turtle <laughs> but, like love life. you and then they also often get help from a guy named casey who carries around a hockey puck and rides on a skateboard and beats the shit out of people and their biggest foe is uh master shredder who mm-hmm. has all of these like ninjas and shit and he's actually a very imposing dude he looks like a samurai quite frankly yep. Um, and yeah, it's, if that didn't sound ridiculous enough, <laughs> for a, yeah, um, out of context, show and like a cartoon, out of context, like the fuck, no, <laughs> great show, classic, historic show. Yeah, I cannot it, wait to hear this episode. And I'm so happy that you're doing it. Thank you. Oh my you. god, great. Great <laughs> description, way better than I could have done. Thank you for okay. the context, etc. Uh-huh. etc. Um, yeah, like you said, there's four of the turtles, as I will just collectively call them. Um, the theme song is a banger and also mm-hmm. very nicely lays out the four different personalities of the turtles. Yes. So in the song, in the theme song, it says Leonardo leads, Donatello does machines, Raphael mm-hmm. is cool but rude, and Michelangelo is a party dude. Party so, dude, yeah. Yes. He's Quick, a jokester. Easy context. So, oh, and I don't know if you mentioned maybe you did that they also like live in the sewers beneath new york yes. city like that's where yeah. they became the home. mutants yeah that they mm-hmm. turned into and uh they have like this whole like apartment set up down there yeah um and down in the sewers is where we start out um <laughs> in their apartment layer house Typical for a birthday, am I right? <laughs> you got to start every day off at home. Yeah. Climb know. out of that sewer. 
<laughs> climb into the light. Wait, were you there on the first day this year? Yeah. What is out there? Exactly. So, yes, we um, start down there and we see Michelangelo putting some candles on a double decker pizza and singing happy birthday to himself because it mm-hmm. is indeed his birthday today. And he brings this ooey gooey cheesy treat into the living room where the rest of the turtles are all watching a movie and they see Michelangelo and are stoked to see him. I think they all just kind of woke up because pizza for breakfast. So Michelangelo (laughs) starts to say, here's a special treat in honor of a totally special day. My... And then he gets cut off because, again, like you said, teenage boys, the second thing you named was how they love pizza. They mm-hmm. immediately chow down on this pizza. They literally don't even notice the candles. One of them is like, the pizza was kind of waxy, a.k.a. they just like <laughs> ate the candle. It kind of burnt my tongue more than <laughs> usual. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you should have told me you just took it out of the oven. That was like so hot. <laughs> it was on fire. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But like, I'd have it again. <laughs> Um, and I don't even know if Michelangelo got a slice because they chowed down so quickly and as he kind of like starts to reprimand them they basically tell him to be quiet shut up it's the good part of the movie and Michelangelo is like okay well I didn't see the fucking candles on this pizza cake so maybe I'll that, that was pretty obvious that was my birthday so instead he's like hey Hey guys, because he's starting to panic a little bit. Like, do they not mm-hmm. know it's my birthday today? And he says, Hey guys, are we, you know, up to anything fun today? Maybe we could, you know, throw a party for someone we know and love. Just spitballing here. You know, <laughs> what do you think? We could have more pizza, more candles. Mm-hmm. What's the vibe here? But again, they tell him to hush because, again, he is ruining the best part of the movie. Oh. And, of course, hurt, he drops his head and he shuffles off to another part of the apartment complex sewer to be a sad turtle on his oh. own. But sadness cannot keep the turtles from their days of training. So, like you said, their like master, like master splinter is like kind of their dad, kind of their like sensei, they call him a lot yeah. of the time. And so he's trying to always like keep up their martial arts training and that kind of stuff. And so it's like a daily training. So even though you're sad, you can't skip leg day, essentially. Yes. So master splinter is trying to teach them the importance of breath work when fighting, mm. which I do have to say. In this moment, I was like, ooh, this is going to come back later in some cool fight scene. It's a checkoff gun. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. There were so many opportunities for it to come back. Oh, and, never mind. And it just didn't. And I was like, that's kind of funny. It's, it's kind of writers it didn't. The writers are implying like, yeah, you don't need to. Not everything is a lesson, guys. We just yeah. we just had to fill time. We just had to fill space in this script. So yeah, I think yeah. it was like breath a, work, <laughs> a moment of reminder, especially coming off of your Hey Arnold episode. That like sometimes cartoons are just cartoons, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's all this one is. Like, that's it. Yeah, they're not Crime really trying to cartoon. teach you anything. It's just yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Purely for the sake of fun. So um, I will yes. say, though, that they did put in this line or like this little moment from uh, Master Splinter because Michelangelo just rolls his eyes and goes, ah, yeah, breathing, important. It's only like the first thing you do when you start life on the day you were born. Oh. Again, <laughs> drop in a real obvious hint. And, and? When you were born yeah um but master splinter is like are you even listening michelangelo (laughs) and again desperate he says sure i wasn't born yesterday i was born today but that boy dropping obvious hints no one is picking up what he's putting down master splinter just like gets him back in line 
Okay. Breath work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So take a better breath when you complain next time. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. So very desperate at this point, which like understandable, like throughout this, like I'm feeling for Michelangelo. Like this mm-hmm. is like low key. One of my worst fears that like all of the people I love are going to forget my birthday. Like I don't do a lot of my birthday. I wanted some love and mm-hmm. having all the people close in your life, forget it is a crime. I would say. It is a, that is the coldest cold of crime. all cold crimes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Particularly because we have winter birthdays, so it's cold. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. extra cold. Yes. He gives it one last try, I will say, by lunchtime. Very flustered, asking if anyone even realizes what day it is. But naturally, it's lunchtime. So they're just shoveling more food into their mouth. And they're like, I don't know, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. They just care about lunch. I know, it's very sad. These teenage boys. Yeah. Not not great to their friend here. No. And also, I mean, I guess, maybe, again, I'm not as much of an expert on this lore or on this, like, uh-huh. TMNT as you maybe built me up to be. I love it a lot. I've you just watched, watched the show, the show a, lot. a lot. I've read some comics. But I always was under the impression that they were brothers essentially or like they all were from the same hatch of like oh, eggs hatch. or whatever. Like they, or they all yeah. hatched from the same, you know? Oh so, yeah, so wouldn't it be all Wouldn't they birthdays? all? Yeah. I guess maybe they were all on separate days. But like, yeah, like one of their birthdays is probably tomorrow or was yesterday. So like, shouldn't you guys just know each other's yeah, birthdays? You know what? But maybe they whatever. hatched on different days. They yeah, all I guess. They all the same leg egg. Egg laying, egg laying, yeah, but hatched on different days and then made their way. I guess to the sewers, to the sewers one by one until <laughs> right, they reunited you know, with the mutated rat. Instead of like the National Geographic and like eyewitness like uh, film of like the turtles like hatching and trying to make their way like on the beach to the ocean and not get eaten by birds, instead yeah. of them like trying not to get run over by taxis because they did start out, <laughs> yes, like you said, as little turtles and then they jump into yeah, the sewer, jumped into, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like maybe it's like all adopted families, so then there's called brothers. Um, Master Splinter, we all know that a sewer rat likes a good egg. So he just like went around stealing eggs from a bunch of different houses and then later <laughs> found out, oh shit, there are these are turtle eggs. Glad oh, I didn't eat I these. Can't eat this. Right, they yeah. right in front they of like started like, hatching before he ate. Yeah, yeah he's like, oh, I shit. can't uh, they got shells. Yes. Uh-oh. Um, Anyways. so yeah, that's a great question that I obviously don't have the answer to. Mm. Um, but extra sad. Uh, Michelangelo again hangs his head and shuffles off to his room saying when your best buds forget your birthday maybe they aren't your best buds after all and he's very sad turtle boy heartbroken and desperate and so fearing that he basically and not just fearing but feeling that he's been fully abandoned by yes his brothers his best friends he packs a duffel bag, planning to run away. <laughs> the drama of being a teenager. Hey, he's the party boy. He's the wild card. So you know, he's like, yeah. where is my party? This is, I, that's literally my slogan is party dude. Yeah. Where is it? Come on, guys. Where is it? It's not here. I'm out. I'm yeah, I make it pretty obvious. All I want is to party. Yes. So after leaving, uh, he leaves or I guess after packing his bag he leaves a note that says sorry dudes but it's time to split this scene and scout some new turf signed mm. your former pal and current birthday boy Michelangelo he's like maybe now they'll know yeah so at this point he's just like fuck you guys yeah I have had it and I will let you know what your mistake was yes But before we go see Michelangelo in his new Ninja Turtle free life on the surface, we cut to the most natural place that we would cut to at this point. The center of the earth. Yeah, of course. Where else? Naturally. We were already in a sewer. We just kept going down. (laughs) down. And here we find our show's main baddies layer which is the technodrome 
Mm. Basically, my understanding is that this, uh, one of the main villains is this thing called Krang. And Mm. his fortress is a Technodrome, which is like this giant metal tower, castle, dome type thing. Um, And he's like always trying, I think, to like power it up or like fix it in order not just to end the Teenage Mutant Turtles, but to then use it for his own world domination alongside Master Shredder, who you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. He is really the primary baddie and he's just like partnered up with Krang because Krang is like the... He's got the tech. Krang's got the tech. Shredder's got the fighting forces. Yeah. Yes. A perfect description. And (laughs) essentially kind of the Shredder is Master Splinter's longtime arch nemesis. They used to be rivals in like the martial art world through a variety of interpersonal conflicts. Shredder has always had it out for Splinter. This is for this rat. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) He eventually became a rat and they never have put the beef beside them. And I guess in like the 80s and 90s version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the show, the Technodrome in like every season is somewhere else. Mm. I don't really know why, Mm. but in this episode, which I think is season two or three, it's in the center of the earth. Again, Krang is like the tech backer of Shredder because he's like, I need someone to help me fight here. Um, Primarily because Krang is literally a disembodied brain that sits in like the cavity stomach of a robot. And he also comes from another dimension. It's not important for this episode. So literally do not worry about it. But like background, whatever. But he needs Shredder, like you said, to be the muscle, to be the fighter. Yes. Uh, and again, Krang is like, let's do world domination. And Shredder's like, okay, great. But first, I'm free on Tuesday. Yeah, I need to first kill these turtles and a rat. And then I'll help you with world domination. And Krang's like, weird, but okay. What can I do? I'm a brain <laughs> in someone's <laughs> belly. <laughs> so. Yeah. So. I imagine Imagine stopping at a coffee shop and you see this dude in like full samurai, like warrior outfit talking with a brain in someone's belly. Do you think like, that so, on, so are you free on Wednesday? Do you think on a coffee date, the body that that Craig sits in has to stand the whole time? Because if he sat, Craig would be below like the looking table. under the table. So he he's like standing stand. so he's eye to eye with Shredder. Uh-huh. Like that's how they have to like go out to dinner and stuff. things that you never think about when like watching the cartoon and like reading the comics and then you sit back and you're like huh that's a good point do they go brunch (laughs) together and if so how how imagine like trying to feed crane through like the right does he 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 just like attaches a straw i mean no there's a brain well no brains need nutrients right so. and i think like if you i don't I guess, I guess he's I feeding off the nutrients of the body that he's like stored right. in. i don't know if like what supports him is a body or like a robot but either way he's from another dimension so maybe like food doesn't matter. also a true thing yeah i mean you know what again it doesn't matter for this episode these are and questions again, for the writers not for us yeah. and again let's keep in mind sometimes shows don't have deeper meanings exactly and this is one of them. this is one of them yeah truly if, if it wasn't if you didn't realize that at the point where four mutated turtles were named after four renaissance era like yeah artists artists and like yeah there's no meaning behind that it's not like they're creative like michelangelo or leonardo da vinci like no those are just their names yeah they're not painting like the vatican and shit they're just or like composing amazing like scores or anything yeah inventing groundbreaking science nope yeah they are the writers just thought those were fun and cool names they live in a sewer and they are Trained by a rat. Don't don't think more into it than that. Get out of that space from keep last week. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not everything has meaning. Not everything is a Christmas or birthday miracle. No. It just is. It just <laughs> is. Yes. Um, and yes, like you mentioned, Shredder, the arch nemesis of Master Splinter, who is the rat, um, rat humanoid. Shredder is a human who, yes, has decked himself out in, like, yeah, like, basically, like, samurai gear. Um, He's got, like, 
shoulder helmet and kind of like forearm like armor he like also covers his mouth with armor they all have very pointy large spikes coming out of them presumably to shred i would imagine is why his name mm-hmm. is then shredder again mm-hmm. i don't really watch the show that don't much think I'm about it assume that's his back <laughs> yeah. don't think about it right exactly like what are we gonna name them look how pointy no that's not very cool what else pointer things mm. shred shred you can shredder shredder love it shredder perfect, it's perfect. <laughs> say no more <laughs> so anyways shredder and krang are in the center of the earth like we mentioned um mm-hmm. monitoring the kind of like reconstruction and repair of the technodrome i imagine getting it to the center of the earth you had to do some repairs. I'm sure it was not mm-hmm. easy. So you got to, you know, fix the place up. You had to probably move it in parts. Reassemble. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A little Ikea furniture moment for an evil layer. <laughs> you see, um, like, looking at instructions, like, oh, you're holding it upside Swedish. down. Queen <laughs> <laughs> <Quite> of <enough> Swedish. <laughs> Anyone? Any of you drones back there? <laughs> you, like, only speak, like, Japanese. <laughs> Well, speaking of, yes, the drones who are indeed doing all of the repairs, because you know Krang and Shredder are not, their workers are these, like, molten lava humanoids with hard hats. Safety first. (laughs) And the implication is that, like, they were originally just, like, a molten rock that then Krang (laughs) and Shredder mutated into human here's, your hard, hat. here's yes. your hard hat they got hit with those osha violations once they will never get hit with them again <laughs> <laughs> that's why they actually had to move the technodrome <laughs> like shredder is after the turtles and krang is just like a libertarian and like trying not to like <laughs> Have government. We gotta go to the most tax-friendly area ever. <laughs> there are no taxes applied to the center of the earth. There's no government oversight. You know what yeah. there always is? Labor laws. <laughs> they follow you everywhere. With those hard hats on. If we don't give these molten men hard hats, they might unionize and strike. Like we have to at least give them that. Which here's the thing, which is very funny that you mention all this. <laughs> Let me just read you my next line here is that as they're working, one of them is welding part of the building, which like my first thought was like, you're already in the center of the earth and you're made of molten rock and you're welding. It must be so hot down there. Do you even this need is, to weld? Just like hold is, your hand onto it, like grab the thing, and it'll like meld together. I was like, this is not a safe work oh environment. Where's the AC? <laughs> yeah. Do they have any breaks? exhaust fans? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the vents, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Oh and even God. more so, not a safe work environment because as they're welding, some of the welding flux flies off the technodrome and into nearby lava which starts bubbling and simmering so again where is the health inspector where is oh osha etc mm. etc you know i hundreds of thousands of i don't know how long actually or how deep the core is tens of thousands of miles away but get someone in there yeah soon gonna receive an f rating um real (laughs) quick this place is gonna be shut down before you know it yes (laughs) which um you know the welding flux flying into the lava again not only starts bubbling and like simmering with smoke coming off of it but also starts to turn the lava into a green goo Mm. and krang like we said he's got the tech got the smarts etc said he is literally the brain of this operation um, <laughs> uh, is like, ooh, I have an idea, and goes to collect some of this green lava welding flux goo and runs off to his lab in another wing of the technodrome. Hmm. And after working on this lava welding flux chemistry evil plan and whatever the fuck he was doing in there, we just see lots of lab equipment. We see close zoom-ins on molecules, which is how you know he's doing science. He's science. Yeah, it's science. He's doing science. <laughs> yes. He can't wear a lab coat because he's just a brain. So instead we oh, see true. molecules and cells moving around. His like robot slash man like housing <laughs> him like has the lab coat on, but he's just like <laughs> blankly staring. But he, he keeps trying to button the lab coat up and then crane can't see because he's like you idiot i can't see yeah. unbutton it every time 
<laughs> and he calls Shredder in to show him what he's creating. And Shredder walks in to see Krang holding a spray bottle. Krang mm. is like, or Shredder is like, did you make some Windex? Like, what? what is this? Are we just cleaning? Yeah. Don't give it to me. I'm not going to clean the Technodrome. But Krang explains that he's created something that will for sure defeat those pesky turtles that Shredder is obsessed with so that they can Mm. finally get back to their general plan of world domination. (laughs) And he calls in some of their rock people, molten lava people, and sprays one of them in the face directly (laughs) with this. And nothing happens. Oh. And like we always are, we're on the same page because my next line is, which I hope they have HR because this feels like some violations. Yeah. Getting <laughs> called into your boss's office <laughs> and then getting randomly sprayed, sprayed, in, sprayed face. in the face with chemicals, unknown chemicals. Like no warning, no consent <laughs> given. Exactly. Like... <laughs> okay. And that molten lava boy is obviously like, phew, close call. Um, Could have died. Straight to the HR department with this. Yeah. Um, and walks back to the two other lava boys that had been called in. And Krang, in his anger and low-key embarrassment, because Shredder is like, what'd you call the me in here for? Like, <laughs> do you know how much paperwork we're going to have to do about this? Oh, she's already on my ass. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to pay that employee off or do something because I'm not yeah. filling out all that paperwork. I am the <laughs> HR. <laughs> and Krang, again, embarrassed and angry, just like chucks the spray bottle at the three molten lava rock boys who are all standing together, again, commiserating about their horrible work environment. Mm-hmm. When, with this chucking of the spray bottle, all three of them suddenly revert back into being big ass rocks oh so krang is like well i guess i got the formula like a little wrong but it'll still work and this he explains to shredder is an anti-mutinogen spray aka it will turn any mutant species back to its roots But apparently he got the formula a little long and it will only work as a batch recipe. Oh. So it's not individual use. But instead, (laughs) three at a time is what will get this to work. Of course. Of course. Yep. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Yep. No deeper Again. Exactly. (laughs) This is literally a brain in someone's stomach being like, hey, I fucked up this yeah, formula made of lava and welding flux. I mixed up a few things. I added too much baking soda. And- it's basically like <laughs> you don't read the recipe beforehand when you're making cookies and you make a, you end up making 48 instead of 24 because you didn't like yes. adjust it on the website. Yeah, it happens. Oops, it happens. Yeah. Now you yeah. have extra cookies. That's what he's saying yeah. here. He's like, we just have extra yeah. cookies in now. Shredder's like, oh, why didn't you just say that instead of like <laughs> potentially committing an HR violation? Right. I didn't need to see it to believe it. But you yes, know, Krang's a good scientist. He has to experiment first. Yeah, he's got to show off, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. That is part of science. Test yes. your theories. Exactly. And so, yes, the plan is obviously. That now they can te- change the two teenage mutant ninja turtles back mm-hmm. into the little turtles they once were. Yes. So Krang hands Shredder the spray bottle full of this potion chemical stuff and calls in two of their goons uh, to go up to the surface with Shredder to like get the job done, who straight up are like straight up out of like an 80s bounty hunter movie they've got piercings they've got sunglasses oh they've got bebop and rock steady they have (laughs) cut off leather vests also they are a rhino and a pig but in human form 
Again, don't think about it. Just just (laughs) let it be. Don't question it. And their names, yes, are Rocksteady and Bebop. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Shredder, Rocksteady, and Bebop go up to the surface and decide the easiest way to get the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to, like, come to us so that we can spray them down is to just start fucking shit up and, like, causing chaos. (laughs) So... They go full, like, Beyonce in Hold Up, a music video on this city block. They got bats. They start smashing in car windows, fire hydrants, parking meters, like, windows to shops. Mm-hmm. Fires are starting from this. People are screaming Riots, in looting. the streets. Exactly. <laughs> they are inciting a lot of chaos here. Yes. And seeing this from her Channel 6 reporting room, journalist and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ally he mentioned earlier, April mm-hmm. O'Neil, in her badass yellow jumpsuit, yes. like cargo jumpsuit that I would totally wear, sees all of this and calls the turtles. Um, she's got kind of like a direct line to them, um, urging them to get to the city ASAP to stop the chaos that Shredder is causing. So down below in the sewers, so not all, quite not quite all the way to the core of the earth, but you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere in between there. Um, <laughs> the turtles spring into action, only then realizing Michelangelo is gone. Damn, took him a while. I know, like y'all were just watching TV and more snacks, didn't even realize your best like, friend oh, only three of us. is yeah. Gonzo. And so Master Splinter runs into his room, realizes many things are missing, and finds the note to Michelangelo that he left behind as he ran away. Mm-hmm. And this is when the other three turtles look at each other and they're like, damn, we fucked up. But mm-hmm. not because they caused their friend into sadness for forgetting his birthday. But instead, like you said at the beginning, very unknowingly, but perfectly, they're teenage boys and they love to prank. Yeah. And we see them pull back a curtain to reveal one of the rooms of the apartment fully decked out in a surprise Aww, birthday party setup. Yeah. And they were acting like they forgot his birthday the whole time in order to surprise him later, which, yeah, okay. that face was what I made too. I was like, yeah. Why so, would you wait that long? Why? And I mean, also, if you're throwing someone a surprise party, like you still acknowledge that it's the special it's their birthday. Day. Yeah, you yeah, don't act you like, oh, don't, I know nothing. Yeah, you just don't say, like, we have big plans later tonight. You're just like, let's just keep it low-key tonight and just watch some movies and eat pizza, bro. Exactly. And then surprise him. But like yeah. you don't yeah, pretend did. he doesn't exist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> pretend like he wasn't born and thus is <laughs> insignificant to this entire world, because yeah. that's how you made him feel. Yes. On his hatch day, if stupid you will. teenage his hatch day, yes, stupid yeah. teenage boys, they'll learn. Yeah, maybe. exactly. So Master Splinter is like, yeah, you guys did fuck this up. Which, like, sir, you could have also acknowledged. You did that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, don't. Oh, wait a minute. Don't act like this was you weren't in on this. <laughs> but I do think Master Splinter. He's like, look, you guys need to go take care of Shredder because he is causing chaos. Mm-hmm. I'll go find Michelangelo, which I actually think is so that Master Splinter can be like, hey, Michelangelo, I got you a birthday present. No, I didn't forget it was your birthday. Oh, the other turtles did? That's crazy. If you come back to the apartment, you'll see I decked the entire place out for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, so he can, like, cover his tracks before um, exactly he gets called out, which, like, is smart. Who's Michelangelo going to believe? His right, mentor exactly. slash father or his, his three shithead stupid friend brothers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's an yeah. easy choice and Splinter's exactly. pretty smart about it. Yes. So, yes, they all go their separate ways. Uh, Splinter mm-hmm. to go find Michelangelo and the remaining three turtles to go find Shredder and the goons and take them down. And indeed, they can find them pretty quickly. They run into them in some alleyway where a fight immediately breaks out between all of them. Of of course, the turtles kick the goons' butts right away with some super sick, like, karate ninja moves. Also, I forgot that they, like, fight with knives, which, like, is also just cool. I'm like... Yeah, like katanas and... Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was just like... Crazy oh, shit. shit. Nunchucks. Was, like, like, very yeah. violent. Yes, yeah. extremely violent and cool. And also, I was like, this explains a lot. Again, Hell about yeah. Us. Yes. <laughs> the generation <laughs> as a whole. Yes. So... Um, as they are fighting everyone, 
they notice that Shredder is like very not obviously trying to like push the three turtles together. Because again, it's a batch spray. They can't be separated. They got to all be next to each other in order to work. Um, they also notice like what the, what is he carrying in his hand? What is this weird spray bottle thing? Mm-hmm. So smartly, one of them like ninja stars the bottle, which makes it crack and all of the liquid comes out. So their task immediately defeated. Shredder and the goons take an opportunity of like a truck trying to get into the alleyway to sprint away because they're like, well, we don't have anything to fight about now because we don't have any more of this spray. So like, yeah. bye. Bye. Which, like, <laughs> Back to the smart. center of the earth we go. <laughs> yeah. Just like jumps into like a little sewer. <laughs> a beautiful dive. Ooh. The turtles all rate it. Okay, 10. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, ten, that's ten, pretty ten. good. Yeah. Little double front flip. Cool. Nice. Um, fair. And so, yes, they're able to escape and kind of like weave through the further alleyways that make up New York City. Only to run into our one and only sad turtle boy, Michelangelo, mm. who has his duffel bag and his head down. I imagine the sad Charlie Brown music in the background. Yeah. Just wandering the streets, wondering what his new life will be like. But now it's three on one. So even though they don't have their spray and it wouldn't work anyways because it's only one turtle... They're like, well, yeah. we can't pass up an opportunity to at least kidnap this turtle when we finally outnumber them. Yeah. So, yes, they immediately kidnap Michelangelo and take him down easy. Again, he was surprised. Again, he was sad. An easy target for them at this moment in time. But instead of bringing him down to the Technodrome, I assume because they, like, don't want him to see where their current hideout is, just in case he's, which is smart, they bring him to this, like, abandoned warehouse in the city and essentially, like, hook him up to, like, this machine that probably Krang built to more or less, like, waterboard him with, like, a radioactive toxic sludge. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So he's like strapped down to this machine and like overhead we see them like yeah, filling it in and like explaining like, yep, this is we start to see like a single drop starting to come out. It's bright green, thus you have to assume again, it's radioactive sludge. Mm-hmm. Probably taken while they were digging into the center of the earth. They were like, yeah. deep nuclear Save storage waste. Yeah, we'll yeah. just siphon some of that out. That'll probably have right. no further problems in the world. Exactly. This will have no <laughs> horrible ramifications if we just start taking this out of the sealed cast. Nah. Easy. But the plan to unmutate the turtles, the rest of them, is still an important task. So they call up Krang. They were able to get a little rush order shipment of the spray. And so they're like, great. Well, this ooze takes care of uh, Michelangelo because they also tell him, oh, yeah, uh, it will immediately melt you and everything around you when it touches you. So, like, goodbye. Stay calm, but goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) Stay calm, but this will immediately kill you. Yes. Um, So as, you know, they explain that to him. One of the goons goes and gets the rush order of the spray. Um, The other goon takes Michelangelo's like turtle cell phone walkie talkie radio thing that has a direct line to the other turtles and calls them up basically like a ransom call and says, meet us at this corner in New York City or you'll never see Michelangelo again. So, of course, they're like. Welcome. Here we go. Okay. Yep, we yeah. got you. Fine. We'll be there, I guess. Only because we fucked up and yeah. he really is going to be mad at us. If it wasn't his birthday, eh. we'd maybe think about it a little eh, longer. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, but hilariously, as Shredder and the goons turn to leave the warehouse after sw- switching the like ooze waterboarding machine on, Michelangelo groans and goes, Ugh, this is like the worst birthday ever. <laughs> And all three of them stop and turn around and wish him a happy birthday. The first he's heard today. Yes. And then Shredder says, I hope you enjoy it because it's about to be your last. Yeah. 
which like is a pretty good line. And you know what? At this point, Michelangelo is just so grateful that someone acknowledged his birthday. He's like, you know what? I will Thank now. You. Thank you. Thank you. It's the nicest Shredder. thing anyone ever said to me today. Yes. <laughs> so outside in the streets, Shredder, the goons, and the turtles all meet up at the pre-chosen location. And of course, immediately the turtles are like, where is Michelangelo? Hurt him and we will destroy you. And Shredder's response is like, huh? such violence on his birthday? Oh. How horrible. And speaking of his birthday, what'd you guys get him? Which is really just a twisting the knife, psychological damage say, here. Shredder is such a diva, actually. <laughs> like he does some of the most, he says some of the most ridiculous things sometimes like that. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Case so in, in uh, Dungeons and Dragons, which obviously I play a lot, there's like yes. different types of damage you can do. To like an opponent, and one of them is psychological damage. And I was like, oh, oh there it is. Took some right there. Yeah. That's got yeah. emotionally hurt right then and there. Yes. But Shredder agrees to take them to where Michelangelo is because, again, he's got to get them cornered a better way in your warehouse lair. Um, and that's the only way he tells them that they'll be able to find their friend. So, of course, the turtles agree and go with Shredder. And they all show up at the warehouse and see the machine that Michelangelo was strapped to is still dripping toxic sludge, but the entire ground beneath him or beneath, I guess, like the drip part where Michelangelo was hooked up is mm -hmm. just a pit of smoking and smoldering sludge hole, basically. Um, that doesn't with sound each good. Yeah, with each drop, um, it further, uh, you know, burns away everything it touches. This building beneath it is gone now. It is seeping into the earth at this point. Um, they see, like, a remnant of one of the straps. Still kind of been, like, you know, I guess not fully melted yet. But they are just immediately crying and saying, at least Michelangelo went the way he would have wanted. Like a melted puddle of mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean not wrong but like can we take this seriously <laughs> but like bros your brother literally just melted away in front of your eyes yeah. because you didn't wish him happy birthday yes this is your fault this is your you fault should feel guilty forever and ever yes <laughs> and with their backs now turned away from shredder which is a, a huge mistake a big no-no Mm -hmm. As they mourn the loss of Michelangelo, again, kind of like crowded around this machine that now has killed their brother, Shredder takes the potion and sloppily sprays them with this anti-mutinogen rush order spray. Mm -hmm. But clearly it was a rush order and Krang kind of messed up this formula again. Again, he's trying to figure it out. They only did one uh, you know, test group in the lab on those rocks. They have not yeah. tried more. There's no R&D on this yet. The formula's yeah. not quite perfect. The rocks because... aren't a good control subject either. <laughs> the lava. Like, don't have, yeah. Exactly. It's It was a bad uh, plan, but again, you know, rush order, they had to get it done. Krang is like, yay, yeah, take care do. of those turtles. Let's dominate the world instead, bro. Mm -hmm. So instead of reverting to turtles, they basically like, turn into what I can only describe as like Thanksgiving Macy's parade floats. <laughs> Which like, I'm pretty sure there probably have been in the past, like Ninja Turtle floats at the Macy's parade. They like bloat up into like these huge like balloons and like start slowly floating towards the ceiling of this warehouse, unable to speak or move of their own free will. It kind of worked. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, literally Shredder's like, I mean, not perfect, but like, it'll do. Uh, yeah, I literally wrote, <laughs> it'll do. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, well, that's that. One of them melted away like cheese. The other one's like, this is an abandoned warehouse. We'll just leave them here and like, let them, I don't know, die or deflate or like whatever the fuck will happen to them. Like, I don't know, I don't know, but we'll be gone. Oh, well. yeah, exactly. We'll be long gone and taking over the world by this point. Yeah. So with that wiping of his hands, uh, Turtle's finally out of the way. The 
Shredder and the goons turn to like, I guess, head back to the center of the earth. They are interrupted with the front doors of the warehouse bursting open to reveal Master Splinter there and Michelangelo. Okay. Of course. Yes. So instead of being melted (laughs) away, yes, by his, uh, by the ooze, he was able to break out of the restraints and get out of that warehouse he ran into Splinter on the streets looking for him, where again, Master Splinter was probably like, happy, happy birthday, birthday, by dude. the way. Yeah. I came to look for you because I knew it was your birthday, and I was so worried. The other turtles aren't even here. I don't know where they are. Happy birthday, love. How I got you a card. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually out birthday shopping, not even looking for Michelangelo. <laughs> Just like happenstance, they ran into each other. Oh. oh, yeah. I was on my way to save you. Um, Here's your gift, by the way. And give you a present. It's yeah. a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, they ran into him. Uh, Shredder put together that, or Master Splinter put together that Shredder would most likely be bringing the turtles back to the warehouse. Mm-hmm. So they returned to save the other turtles. The goons first go for Master Splinter and Michelangelo, who obviously immediately ninja karate martial arts kick their yeah. asses, yes, including like kicking them in the chests and sending them flying directly into Shredder, who falls mm-hmm. back and like an idiot drops the formula again shattering the bottle and (laughs) emptying it fully because he could have sprayed uh michelangelo and shredder with it because they're both mutants they're together so it's a little batch combo again yeah but so we can drop the bottle that's two bottles dude okay i know it's gonna be like dude okay look we have limited resources in the middle of the earth (laughs) we can't like keep wasting this shit switch to plastic Switch to a plastic yeah. bottle. Why are you using glass? Why is the glass not melting in the center of the earth? What's yes, happening? Yes, also true. A, don't ask questions. Just let <laughs> I it forgot, be. sorry. Yeah. I, I um, rescind everything I just said. This makes it doesn't matter. Sense. It's a cartoon. Shredder, stop fucking dropping the bottle. You yes, glass. yes. And in the moment of chaos that is caused by this, because getting them knocked over or sending them into Shredder, Shredder falling caused, like, I don't know, parts of this old warehouse to fall or something like that. Shredder, like, helps a a chandelier fall down or something. Shredder and the goons, once again, are able to escape and run out. And Michelangelo wants to go after them, of course. Mm -hmm. But Splinter stops him, saying they have bigger literally bigger problems to deal with they're now balloon parade float friends yeah it's like a little bit of an issue okay yeah, we should probably handle that yeah we like don't know what's the deal here and michelangelo is like yeah what what are we supposed to do about this like this <laughs> not a scientist like a problem yeah. exactly but like maybe they had the anti-reverse formula like we don't know what this is yeah but splinter has something he thinks might work and now like i don't know really enough about this show to know if this is like a type of thing that is like a regular occurrence on the show but basically master splinter like gets all mysterious and gets out this like very finely like ring-sized box and opens it to reveal these two small spheres he explains to michelangelo that these were given to him once by a wise and ancient sensei master that he had. And they're said to have special powers, which should only be called upon for occasions like this. Hmm. Side note, in this moment, I was like, does it have to do with breath work? Is this yeah. like, you've is had this a couple opportunities? Yeah. Like, he's got to meditate and like breathe a certain way. To but like no, use these. no. He was like holds the box up, and they start floating and glowing and whirling around Master <laughs> Splinter, of and then course. whirling up in the air around the balloon turtles, and they slowly start to deflate and come back to Earth and are restored to their normal selves. And everyone is like, "Oh my God, you did it!" And what? How did you do it? Master Splinter is like, "I don't know. These were just like some mothballs." But if you believe in something strong enough, it just might happen. 
Christmas miracle, birthday miracle. <laughs> the birthday miracle. I was going to say, imagine him getting those years and years ago from some old wise man, mentor, sensei teaching him like one day your mentees will be turned into balloons. This is the key to deflating <laughs> the them. Yeah. The mothballs. He said they must be used specifically for something like this. Like, wow, that's <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty you know good on that sensei whoever taught you like they had some good foresight (laughs) and only in batches this won't work for one balloon no just just three three. minimum of two yes (laughs) four out of luck they're balloons forever sorry three perfect perfect (laughs) um yeah and so again don't think more into the show that's simply what just happened. That's it. That's it. There's no lesson. There's no breath work. There's it's just, no it's... Breath work. <laughs> just a birthday miracle. Yes. And back home, everyone's trying to relax after their trying day. And these three other fucking turtles are oh still acting like it was just another goddamn day. Oh and God. Michelangelo finally snaps and goes, Have you guys even realized that today is my but master splinter cuts him off angrily and calls him over demandingly ready to give him a lecture so i guess he didn't give him a present earlier michelangelo again hangs his head and walks over truly defeated feeling stuck at this point he's like i saved all your guys butts what is this? Or he's like, I just saved all your butts and only Master Splinter knew it was my birthday and got me a present. Yeah. But I thought my brothers would too. But instead of lecturing him, Splinter pulls back the curtain from before to indeed reveal the birthday party. And everyone rushes over and hugs him, gets Aww. out a cake. Even yeah. April O'Neil is down there and she gives him a kiss on the cheek for his birthday. Aww. And he yells his catchphrase cowabunga and that's it the unhappy birthday to us all yes the most important us all aka me grace and michelangelo happy birthday us us and the end the most important holiday of the winter season the winter season our birthdays (laughs) it's true that's what my parents tell me at least yeah, we are the present um, this holiday season yes. our birth was the our present to the is world a present. yes yeah, you're welcome you're welcome oh my god yes. amazing job amazing what a what a plot twist on the day yeah. <laughs> not expecting that at all but I love it yep excellent great and yeah great way great way to end December and wind Dang down it. our yes our holiday arc, our winter arc, and the yes, end of our season, year, arc, slash our season year. two of yes, yes. that more and missed. Amazing. Again, we will thank you. Yes, it was very fun. It was very fun to watch. Um, again, especially knowing that you watch this show so much. Yes. Um, and yes, like you mentioned at the top, we take a little break in January to give ourselves some recovery time from the holiday season. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera. But expect us back in february Mm -hmm. uh, with a new show arc and between now and then alexis who should our listeners and viewers tell about this show i think you should tell a pizza delivery person nice or you know pick one up and tell the people working at the counter regardless tell someone who's making pizza for you aka get pizza and then tell the person who makes and or serves it to you about this podcast i'm sure that they also love tmnt who should they tell um i think you should tell a friend who has a winter birthday even if their birthday if you their birthday has already happened tell them happy belated birthday here's my present it's this show it's this podcast here you go their birthday hasn't happened yet say here's an early present yeah this show perfect the show regardless the show is the perfect present for all of your gift giving needs exactly so give it to a winter birthday friend and um happy new year everyone thanks for spending another year with us yeah two years down another uh, year on the horizon what are we gonna do it's gonna be a good one to come yes indeed uh, see y'all in 2024 we'll see you in feb 2024 see you next year happy new year's all happy new year bye bye Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans. And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We, we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Mist, all the abreeds, and let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries. 